Hello, JCI USA. This is Membership Development Director Emily Nock, and you are listening to Howl Time, the official podcast of the JCI USA Wolfpack. Now, as most of you are probably aware, the JCs are an international organization. So being a member, you have the opportunity to interact with people from across the world. You also have the opportunity to serve in various offices on the international level. In this week's episode of Howell Time, we talk with our own Neil Fitzgerald, who is serving this year as a Growth and Development Commissioner to the Americas for JCI. Neil, thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome, Membership Director Emily. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are things out in sunny California? Uh, unfortunately, it's chucking it down with rain and it's very, very cold. But, well, being over on the East Coast, that actually makes me feel a little bit better because that's been our, our weather all winter. <laughs> it's kind of been the weather like that, to be honest with you, since uh, since the new year, really. We've had unseasonably cold weather and a lot and lot of rain. Well, let me get down, right down to it. So I, I know you've served for a lot of positions within the JCs. You've been a chapter president. You've been a state president. Uh, you served as NVP. Uh, you were our first ever chapter development director, and this year you're, of course, serving on the America's Development Council for JCI, which is, is fantastic. But how exactly did you come to this organization? Because in, in case people didn't notice, your accent's not quite Californian. No, not quite. And it's funny um, that you asked me this question, Emily, because this evening is my home chapter's um, A&I. So every year my home chapter does a award ceremony celebrating the uh, last year's achievements and installing for new officers. And it's the once a year when everyone dresses up and puts on their glad rags. We do an old Hollywood theme and really celebrate last year's successes and look to the future. And that's how I kind of became a JC. So I moved to California in 2012 and got a job working for Princess Cruises. And I didn't know anybody. And I remember getting here on the Saturday and I was due to work on the Monday. And I remember going to a local bar and getting takeout pizza and going home and watching cable TV and thinking, oh, this sucks a bit because I don't know anybody. And it's Saturday night and I'm on my own. And I thought, I've got to do, I've got to do something. And I went to work on Monday and, of course, everyone was super nice and the accent definitely helped But there was a lady at work called Debbie Holbrook, who was a national vice president in the past. And she said, do you want to come on Wednesday and meet my friends and I? We're going to play dodgeball and drink some beer. And I was like, dodgeball's real. And so I go to this dodgeball game and she says, oh, we're part of the JCs. You know what that's you know what that is, don't you? And being British, we're very socially awkward. And so we always agree with people. So I was like, yeah, 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 of course I do. Yeah, sure. Googled it and I got a load of stuff, JC. I've really got stuff about Jesus. And I was thinking, okay, cool. I found the church to go to. That's pretty cool. That's one thing on my list. And then I, at the bar, they started talking to me and I realized that it may be not be a church group. And then we were talking and one of them, Heather, said to me, oh, you know, what do you like to do? So I talked about how like, I like football and cricket and rugby. And then they said, oh, do you ever volunteer? And I said, well, funnily enough, I've been a city council member, um, been a scout leader. I've served on the board of charities. 
and their faces lit up. And then they started talking to me about the organization. And like a lot of JCs, I was reluctant at the start, to be honest with you, because I, I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. And I was being polite and I wanted to make friends. So I said, yeah, 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 I'll come. So I started to go to a couple of committee meetings. But it was really the A&I when I met a lot more of the members where I felt really included. And the reason why I joined JC's was because of Debbie and Heather making me feel so welcome and really me feeling included at an annual award ceremony because, you know, they all knew each other and they could have been really, really cliquey. But the fact that they were all willing to talk to this random British dude who nobody really knew, you know, I when I sat down on the table, everyone was chatting to me. I didn't feel like I was the the guy or the new kid at school that nobody knows. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes perfect sense. And I think that's something that's, Ooh, so that- that's so big. So many times you walk into a meeting and people are just kind of off in their little little groups and it's off-coding to walk into. So being welcoming is so important. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And during my travels last year, I I was saying a lot to people, particularly when we're starting these new chapters, that if you are an experienced JC and you've been involved in this organization, remember why you joined in the first Mm -hmm. place and remember what it was like for you and remember what it's like going into a room where you are new or you may only know one person or you're not entirely sure what we are. Because the more you get involved in this organization, the more that you drink the Kool-Aid, right? But it's it's about those first steps. So I always encourage people to remember why do you join and make sure that you're as welcoming as possible. Because to be honest with you, if people hadn't been welcoming to me at A and I, I probably wouldn't have stuck with the organisation. And I always say a good rule of thumb with membership meetings, especially if you're the president or you're on the board, is don't sit down until that meeting starts. You know, when new people come in, you want to make sure they're not sitting off by themselves so you're giving them that welcoming feeling and they're not kind of off on their own little island feeling excluded from the activities yeah you're right and it's really and it is really important and i think it is easy for us to it is easy for us to talk to the people that that we know and i've seen it on my travels and you know the cool thing when you get when you are a national officer is that you get to you, you get a free pass at events, so to speak, where you can go around and talk to everybody because you can play the, oh, I'm new too. I'm, I'm visiting for the weekend or I'm visiting for a couple of days angle. So for, you know, I've actually, I feel in a way when a national officer goes to visit chapters and states that you should use them to really meet new members because those new members get a different sense and different perspective about the organisation. And that person can give them, a little bit for different view and i i think one of my proudest achievements last year was talking to new members and telling them what this organization was like and seeing their excitement as they realized that it wasn't just in their own hometown but it wasn't just in their state or, or this country but it was across the globe and i was very careful not to be oh look at me and all the things that i've done it was much more well You've got all these great opportunities with this organization. And the more that you put into this organization, the more you get out of this organization. Yeah, and that's something, too, you touched on that, you know, we're not just a local organization. We are an international organization. Our network is huge. And that's something that a lot of the other competing organizations out there, they don't have. So you reach people not just in your state or not just in your community, not even just in this country. 
I mean, I've met friends in Australia, in Japan, in London, just all across the world. And I think it's a fantastic thing. There's so many benefits to having that larger network. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Uh, something else that you mentioned that I really like is that when your chapter first invited you out, um, they didn't just invite you to a membership meeting. They picked something fun to come to, dodgeball and drinking beer. Like, you know, who's, who's going to say no to that? So it's a great way to get somebody, a new member in, send them to some one of your exciting events, a membership night, and then you can start iterating the JC part of it and the community involvement to them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that's a really important point. And I think as well with it is, you know, some people will really want to get involved with the community side of things. And some people want to get involved in the social side of things. And some people really want to go to the trainings. And that's okay. And I remember being a chapter president, Mark, first couple of months were a little rough because I remember it was either my second or third general membership meeting and four people turned up and I was like, Oh, where, where, where did, where did every, where is everybody? Where did everybody go? And I was thinking, is it me? Have I put people off already? And I got, you know, I got, I got into my head about it and I started having a bit of self doubt and I then took a step back and I thought, well, what else is, what else is going on out there? And it just, ha it just so happened that it was a really busy week and there was a lot of other events going on as well. And I thought, okay, what do we need to do? So I made more of an effort to reach out to all of the members and ask them where did they want to go? And we started mixing our GMMs up a little bit more. So they weren't just in, the same restaurant with a long table and an agenda. We went to different places. We tried different mixers. And what grew out of that was a, uh, was a lunch and learn club because we started to get feedback from people how they couldn't make 6 p.m. on a Tuesday. And, you know, in the evening, that was family time. But if we had a breakfast event or a lunch event, they could make it work with their job because they're all about the professional development angle of the organization. So we actually started a lunch and learn club that we ran for a couple of years whilst I was president. And I found that was really eye-opening because my job is really, really busy in the day and I don't really get a chance to, to have a proper lunch break. So I was kind of projecting my own outlook in life onto the whole of the chapter. And I had to take a step back and realize that just because I was doing things the way that I thought were a good idea, didn't mean to say that for the rest of the chapter, that's what they wanted. So I think that's a really, I think it's a really important lesson to have. So yeah, you have to make sure that you're communicating with your members and make sure that you're aligning your interests so that the chapter is meeting their expectations. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think as I, I think for more experienced members as well, you've got to remember not to project what you've done in the past onto new members. You know, I, I saw some instances last year of, more experienced members or senators or alumni really projecting what they thought the organization was onto new people who had a completely different outlook. And this year I'm actually involved in my home chapter again. I'm, I'm our executive vice president and it's a lesson for myself as well. So I'm having to constantly remind myself that just because I did it a couple of years ago, one way, doesn't mean to say that way is going to be appropriate now and I'm constantly having to internally tell myself Neil they're new they've got a different outlook from you 
Neil, you can't go, well, this is how we do it. Neil, you've got to let people work it out at their own time and at their own pace because I feel sometimes this organisation can scare people off a little bit. And you and I love this organisation and we're really good friends. And we know so many people in this organisation. So for us, it isn't scary. But I remember before I met you, I remember going to, I remember booking my flights to go to what was um, local president summit, now leadership training university. And I remember being scared. And I remember being a bit timid because I didn't know anybody outside of my home chapter. And I didn't know what was going on and I didn't really know anything. And I remember getting my information packet and it said that I had to meet the national president. And at the time that was um, Faye Walsh. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I've got to meet the national president. And I remember this sort of pit of fear that I had because I was thinking, well, what's she going to ask me? What does she, what does she want to know? I'm only, I'm a, only a local chapter president. You know, why am I, what, what have I got to meet her? Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm new. I've only been a JC for a year. And I remember being a bit freaked out by it. And then I remember um, finally getting to leadership, uh, to uh, President Summit, which is a whole story for another podcast. And I remember meeting you and Miranda and Katie. And I remember feeling like other people were in the same boat as me. And then I remember meeting Faye and we had a, we had like an open, a round table sit down and she was so nice and she was so warm and welcoming and so honestly interested in what I was doing and my chapter was doing that I felt more at ease. But even then when I left, I didn't know that I would still be very good friends with you, Miranda or Katie. I didn't know whether I wanted to get further involved. And it was only really when we were in Baltimore and you and I and Randa and Katie were on that light rail and we were talking about project ideas and I had my project for my toy drive and it needed a bit of a boost and you guys came up with a load of ideas for me and I was frantically texting my um, chapter back home and they were like, Neil, we thought you were at a convention. I was like, I am and it's really cool and there's all these other JCs and they're just like us and they've got all of these ideas and it was through having those conversations in sort of a sort of a calm environment where I really became, I really felt that I became part of a family and I know it sounds cheesy and I know it sounds a bit corny, but I see the JCs now really as being my second family. And it's the reason why I stay in America is because of the JCs. That's awesome. And we hear that so many times from our members about it, it's really like a family and it's that feeling that's created and I think you're so right. Just coming to one of the national events really helps nail that in and just meeting other like-minded people from across the country. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. And I always tell people, you know, when you're visiting chapters or talking to people, steal their ideas. That's we're all here to, to, to share and to put those ideas forth. And I know like from talking with you guys, it really can help to make your projects improve and get ideas that you might not have thought of on your own. Oh, completely, completely. And I would say that whether you're a chapter of five people, 10 people, 50 people or 100 people, you can always learn from other chapters. And a great example is um, my home chapter has been looking mm -hmm. at one of uh, your chapters in Maryland 
the uh, Western Maryland chapter that's been doing the uh, cocktails and connections and their new mixers and their increase in social media posting. Because where I live in Los Angeles, it's very social media heavy. And so my chapter was like, well, how can we redo our website? How can we, what sort of content do we put onto Instagram more? How do we really know that we're going to be doing things that people are going to respond to? And I was like, aha, you should have a look at this chapter. So at our board retreat, I pulled up the Western Maryland uh, website and we pulled up the Facebook page and the Instagram. And it helped my home chapter see that there was another chapter doing these things and they could relate to it a bit more. And I think that's one of the cool things of our organization compared to other um, organizations out there is that a lot of these networking groups, they don't have the links that we have, whilst we honestly truly do have links across America. So there's always somebody else to talk to and there's always somebody else that you can bounce ideas off because we are one big family. That's correct. And that, that Western Maryland chapter, they did actually double their membership last year. And a lot of it was through those, those events that they held. So it's yeah. pay attention to Facebook and look at what some of the other chapters are doing. And don't be afraid to try new ideas because that's the way, even if it's been done before in the past, just because it didn't work before doesn't mean it's not going to work today. Yeah. And that's a really important, that's a really important comment, Emily, um, with my, like I say, where I'm back involved at the grassroots level now as well, it's been eye-opening for me to get back involved because some of the challenges they're facing are ones that you and I faced when we were on the local level, and I'm reassuring them. And, you know, sometimes they've asked me and they've gone, oh, well, we heard that you did this event in the past and it didn't really work. And I'm like, no, but you can try it again. And they're like, well, why would we, why would we try that? And I'm like, well, just because it didn't work first time around doesn't mean to say it won't, set, won't work second time around. I'm like, part of the JC experience is learning through your mistakes and your failures because it's a safe environment. You know, this is, this is where you're meant to develop. Like, you don't develop yourself by doing everything right all the time. You develop yourself when things go wrong because you learn from it. Mm -hmm. And so they're actually looking at doing some of the projects which, you know, weren't successful when I was president, but... Who, who's to say it won't be successful this time around? That's one thing with you, Neil. I, I know you touched on not letting anything get in your way. And I know I've seen you come back continuously in this organization and continue to help it. And this year you're coming in in a new mm -hmm. capacity through JCI and their Americans Development Council. Uh, can you touch a little bit on that position and what you're doing in the organization? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, this is really interesting for me because it's, it's comfort zone because – We've not, to my knowledge, had somebody on the America's Development Council for, for quite a long time. And so this came about where um, I was thinking, what do I do next? And President Noel was approached um, because, like I say, we haven't had an American, even though I'm not really American, but we haven't had somebody from JCI USA on the council for a while. And she said, well, why don't you think about doing it? And... I was like, yeah, sure, it sounds sounds interesting. Again, I didn't really know what I was letting myself in for because it was – I was told, oh, yeah, you're going to be a growth and development commissioner. And I was thinking, not entirely sure what one of those, what one of those is. And, again, the cool thing about being involved at this is the fact that everyone's been really open and welcoming to me. So we were in Puerto Rico a couple of weeks ago for the national president's meeting 
of the Americas. So the uh, Americas Leadership Council that I'm on and Development Council, we're responsible for helping to train the national presidents up and for also helping to train the future leaders of JCI through the Americas as well. So we uh, help run three events per year. So we do the national presidents meeting, which is a start of the year. And then halfway through the year, we do what's known as ALA, A-L-A, and it's the America's Leadership Academy. So for those of you who know about the JCI Academy in Japan, this is a version of it, um, not just for national presidents coming through the ranks, though, but for people who do want to serve in any leadership position at the national level. And this year, it's going to be down in Mendoza in Argentina. And then straight after that, we have Conference of the Americas. And I'm really looking forward to going to that because I haven't been to any international events before. So going to Puerto Rico was the first time I've really met JCs from um, Central and South America too. And I had a great time. Everybody in Puerto Rico was incredibly warm and welcoming. Um, everybody, even though I don't speak Spanish, everybody really made the effort to understand each other. And I still learn new things. So you go to these events and, you know, a lot, a lot of it's about leadership training. And you look at the agenda and you might think, oh, I've sat through this before or I know about it. And I thought, well, how, what am I going to learn this time? So what I did was watch how other people train and how they lead and how they empower others. So I was listening to the content, but I was also looking at people's style and how people kept um, engaged in the room because it's quite hard to train people for an hour because people start looking at their phones, they talk to each other, they might lose interest. So I really, I really picked up some really cool skills on how to train a room and how to lead an effective training. And for me, that was a real benefit. And the other benefits I've had from joining this organization this year is learning how other national organizations start new chapters because a lot of people have heard about JCI USA success story last year and are starting to ask well how do we do it too and so one of the parts of my role is to help national organizations find a version of me last year and we're calling them growth and development commissioners so JCI Canada have started to have a growth and development commissioner which is awesome and I've been in contact with them already and I've got calls lined up with a lot of the different national organizations throughout the Americas mm -hmm. uh, to kickstart this process. Um, the actual part of the job that I've got is I look after North America, so JCI Canada and JCI USA. And then I look after a lot of the Caribbean uh, too. So I've been talking to JCI West Indies. Um, I'm looking at starting a JCI organization in the Bahamas and the US Virgin Islands as well. And I got to meet loads of different JC uh, national presidents in Puerto Rico. And that was really cool. And I'm really, really enjoying it. Then, like I say, we've got America's Leadership Academy. And then we've got Conference of the Americas. I know Argentina sounds like it's very far away. But I feel like if you've got the opportunity to come to Argentina and meet JCs from across the Americas, grab it with both hands. And then what I'm really excited uh, about um, is World Congress in Estonia. And I know that you're going as well, which is awesome. That's going to be my first World Congress. And for the America's Development Council, um, I'm going to be kind of helping out with the training. So we're still working through the agenda right now, but I'm going to be our contact 
uh, contacting the Americas for the growth and development training at World Congress. So I'm going to get to interact with JCs all over the place. So I'm so excited. And it just goes back to how this organization can be whatever you want it to be. And a lot of people, when they join the JCs, go, oh, what do I do next? And I'm always saying, well, it's on you. This is a, a leadership development organization. We will give you the tools, but this is for you to develop yourself. And this organization can be whatever you want it to be. If you want to come to one event per month and hang out with your buddies, that's great. If you want to go and help save the world, that's great. If you want to travel internationally, that's great. And if you don't want to travel internationally, that's great too. You know, a lot of people go, well, who's the perfect JC? And my view is we're all perfect JCs because every single member is different. Everybody's got different goals. Everybody's got different dreams. And I think this organization is at its best when everybody recognizes that not everybody's the same person. That's right. And it's all about kind of figuring out what it is our members want and providing those development opportunities to, to empower them to be yep. able to get to where they want to be or to accomplish the goals that they have within the organization. There, there's a lot of support yeah, exactly. out there. Um, if people want to reach out to you to get more information, what's the best way they can contact you? Uh, the best way to contact me is email, um, which is very, very easy. Uh, my US email still works. So you can contact me at N Fitzgerald. So that's uh, M for Neil Fitzgerald, all lowercase. Uh, Fitzgerald is F-I-T-Z-G-E-R-A-L-D. So M Fitzgerald at jciusa.org. M Fitzgerald at jci.org or add me on Facebook. Great. And one final thing, because everybody that comes on the podcast has to do this. Can you give us your best Wolfpack Howl? You want me to howl? I want you to howl. Mate, you didn't tell me about this bit. Um, I'm going to sound like, I don't know, I'm going to sound like a deranged dog or something. <laughs> oh, can we, do, can we do a countdown? Like, can you count me in like five, four, three, two, one? Get me ready. I, I can do that. You ready? All right, I'm ready. Five, four, three, two, one. Woo! That was great, Neil. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm cringing. <laughs> no, it was fabulous. So thank you so much for joining us today. Please chat to Neil if you have more questions. Uh, he's got a phenomenal story of his time in the JCs, and he's always willing to share information. So. Yep, definitely. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Neil. Neil and Indy. Bye. Thanks for listening, JCI USA. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Howl Time. Remember, if there's a topic that you want to hear about, or if you have a project in your state that you've used for membership that you want to share with the rest of our organization, reach out to me and let me know. My email address is enock, that's E-N-O-C-K, at jciusa.org. Until next week, JCI USA, I'll howl at you later. Ah!